Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Inspirational Podcast. Hi, guys. It's Dr. P again. Thanks so much for tuning in for the second half of my conversation with Siraj. You know, I had recorded this last week, and it was one long podcast. I didn't realize how long it went because we were in kind of a fun conversation, but... So I broke it into two segments, and obviously uh, I assume you're aware that this is segment two of the entire podcast itself. So uh, it was fun. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I want to send a a special warm um, message to all of you out there to have a safe and happy holiday, including Thanksgiving and Christmas. So uh, without further ado, check out part two of my conversation with Siraj. It's tough. What do you... I mean... I'm going to state my intentions. I'm having Thanksgiving at my house and I couldn't care less. You better. Yeah. Yeah, you better. My mom's coming. She's 93. Mm -hmm. She's not frail and feeble. She's 93. She's lived longer than everybody you see on television that is working for a news agency, Mm -hmm. anybody working in government. Nobody trumps, funny word, Mm -hmm. nobody trumps my mother (laughs) in her life experience. Yeah. So she says, listen, I'm 92, coming up on 93. And whatever time the good Lord has given me, you know, it's coming closer because, you know, humans just biologically don't live, Mm -hmm. you know, 200 years old. Yep. So my mom's like, I'm going to spend the time with my family Mm -hmm. and my my grandchildren and my children. I want to spend the time with them with whatever time I have left. Now, if I were to pass away from a a pandemic infection like the Kung flu, Mm -hmm. um, so be it. I'm going anyway. But if I were to stay home, lock myself in a room so that I can maybe live longer, I'm not actually living. No, no quality of life. Right. I'm just waiting for myself right. to die. She's going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to die. Of course we are. The question is, what are you willing to die for? Mm. This will be the battle cry for the <laughs> new country. What are you willing to die for? How long will you take this oppression when they're not doing it themselves? Yep. Remember that if every lawmaker looked at you and said, Siraj and Pete, you two need to shut up and do what we tell you to do. And then I see that they're doing exactly the same thing. Then I'd probably get in line and say, Mm -hmm. as long as you're showing me the way, Mm -hmm. I know I can trust that it's true. And then I'm not going to just get oppressed for some greater problem going on behind it. Exactly. It's always a hidden agenda. Yeah, There was a time like 1980 something, probably 89, 90. This guy, I think his name was Charles Stewart. I think it was... You guys can all correct me at home if I'm wrong, but his wife had been murdered and they had their child and they were looking for the murderer and, you know, nobody suspected him. And he jumps off the the Tobin Bridge and dies. It was on the news. It was like, what just happened? Then we all had to come to the realization. Oh my God, we didn't see it. We had no idea that it was the husband that killed the (laughs) wife and the baby. It's like, oh my, sometimes you just yeah. don't see it. Yeah, right? you don't. You don't know that that's the person that did something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. That's right. And if you look at what's going on, you know, at least in our, uh, um, the organizations like the FBI, the CIA, all these people that are supposed to protect us as Americans, mm-hmm. I would have laid my life down that these, the FBI will care for me and take care of me. Yeah. Because they're part of the United States of America. <laughs> that's where I grew up. I'm like, yeah, not so much. No. <laughs> <laughs> but not yeah, so much. That's crazy. No, not too much. But at Christmas time coming up, like 
like Christmas has a message. Yeah. Like um, love, joy. Yeah. But, you know, it, it stems from a Christian message. And oh, yeah. many people who aren't Christians can still resonate around the fact that let's just take some time to love each other. Well, I, I'm not Christian and my family gets together every year. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm just thinking of you, right? Yeah. I grew up in a Catholic environment, mm-hmm. so that was natural for me. Mm-hmm. But what I'm really excited about now is, listen, what it's a, if you want to, and and I encourage people, obviously, get mm-hmm. into your into the spiritual realm if you're a Catholic and a Christian, and understand that you know your faith is that Jesus came and and saved your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. Um, but even if that's not what you believe or what you're into. The whole idea of love is all enveloped in there. Mm-hmm. Why not just love each other at Christmas? You should. You know, like when you go turn on some music, and like two years ago, mm-hmm. you turn on music in the car. What are you going to hear? You're going to hear Christmas music yep. even before Thanksgiving. Yep. And all of us have said, oh, you're kidding me? It's way too soon. Yeah. These marketers, <laughs> they're trying to get us. Da, 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 da. And now I'm like... Turn on the Christmas music. Yeah, where is it? I actually saw a video of you a couple weeks ago with your Christmas music gone. <laughs> Some crazy little yeah. Instagram thing. Yeah. My hair was you a mess. And I was like, hey, I'm a holly yeah. <laughs> I've been really just listening to it. I'm out mowing the grass, taking care of outside. I got the damn headphones yeah. on. And I'm listening to... Christmas uh, carols. Yeah, I'm just listening to all kinds of fun stuff. Some yeah. of the stuff I listened to with my mom and dad when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. So I'm thinking back of fond time, fond memories. Mm-hmm. But not only fond memories of being with my family and how much I love my family. But more of like, of how wonderful it was to be an American in a free and loving society where we just, I mean, it wasn't all bells and roses, right? But mm-hmm. it was a lot better than it is now. Yeah. You know, you could go out. Yeah. And you could sit in a, you know, in a gazebo in a, in a, down in the, in the, <clears throat> in Boston, for instance, down at the, at the common. Mm-hmm. And there were people out there singing and carol. You can't do any of that now. No, you can't. You stay home. Yeah. Because of the pandemic. Well, it's not anybody's fault. I didn't say what, well, it's certainly not an American's fault. It's China's fault. <laughs> Just saying. So here we go. We got this thing. We got to deal with it. So what am I going to do with it? I'm going to just at least, I don't want to say pretend, but. I'm just not going to give two hoots about it. Mm. Now, I'm going to be smart yep. when I go out just because if I saw you at Walmart, I'd have a mask on. Yeah, I don't believe in the mask, but I also don't want to tell you what you should believe and what you should feel. Exactly. So if my presence offends you, am I willing to put the mask on to maintain at least a level of a modicum of, of peace between us? Sure. Yeah, me too. I'll do it for other people. Yeah, I do it for somebody else. Because we're moved with love, you know, not yeah. hate. You know, there was uh, somebody ratted me out and told the uh, Department of uh, Public Health in my hometown that I didn't have a mask on one day. Oh. This was like really at the beginning of everything. I got a call from them. They're going to take my license away to practice and shut my business down. Oh, you better be careful. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I put it back on for the patients and everything yeah. else. And, you know, in closed quarters today, I go, is it a bad idea? No, nah, I didn't say it was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Mm. But you better be wearing yours if you're going to have, you know, your dinner in a lavish restaurant in Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can that right. be? Yeah. You don't have to wear it one, but I do. Yeah. Chris Cuomo last week getting a haircut, sitting there in his chair, no mask on. Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, he told us that another he's, governor. He's another, you know, he'll jump on the sword for us. You know, I had COVID. I didn't go anywhere. I was stuck in the basement for six weeks. No, you weren't. You were mm-hmm. at your house mm-hmm. out in the Hamptons, walking around without a mask, and somebody saw you. Yep. 
Then they called you out on it and said, aren't you Chris Cuomo? You have COVID. You should be home with a mask on. <laughs> and what did he do? He verbally assaulted him. Crazy. I'm like, huh? Crazy. It doesn't no make heads. sense. Yeah. yeah. These people out there, they're telling Hypocrisy. us what to do. Don't worry. They're a lot more smarter and more educated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they got much more going on than yeah. you do. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Why don't we just give them the whole country? Yeah. And then we'll just stop paying taxes. <laughs> we'll stop going to work. Talk about restaurants and food. Where do you think all these elites are going to get their stuff if there's no one there to serve them? No one there to wash their toilets. Mm-hmm. We all have to work together. Mm-hmm. It's the hive. It's the hive. We've got to yep, work together. We do. But you know, the last thing you want to do is bitch slap your employees. How long do you think that company's going to prosper? Not long. Then why are you bitch slapping all these American citizens? Mm. Then they'll say, well, these people aren't doing what they're told. Rob, was it Rahm Emanuel the other day? No, it was the guy from uh, the mayor, Garcetti, yeah. from Florida. Uh, no, uh, Southern LA. He says... Well, we got 99% of the people to do the right thing. And that 1%, we need you to tell us who they are so we can go take care of them. <laughs> what the hell? You're going to go target 1% of people who don't wear their mask? That's crazy. When we might find out five years from now that the mask was completely a waste of time. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna, something's going to come out like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the science behind the mask itself, we haven't tested it all with this virus. Yep. Yet, but we know that it's a splatter mask. Mm-hmm. Something hits it like a drop of blood, yeah. it doesn't get through. Yeah. Saliva, whatever. But aerosol can pass through any of those. Yeah, oh yeah, right away. Yeah, the N95, they say it, it can, but it, it's a much better barrier than anything we have so far. I'm like, okay, but you can't get an N95 mask because they want them to at least go to all the frontline providers. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, my work is switching it up. They're like, you can't wear cloth masks. You can't wear, if you wear, if you work different jobs, come from different places, you gotta wear N95, but then they're not giving us I'm like, what do you guys want us to do? Like, I'm here trying to make money. right. They go, go home. Yeah. Let's shut you down. Are you going to pay me? No. You think about a needle, right? If you use a needle um, uh, for whatever, for yeah. insulin injection, yep. you can't reuse it. You have to throw it away. Exactly. You now it's a hazmat thing, right? Yep. Well, we're using masks three days in a row. Three days in a row. I've been using the same one since I started. Shit. <laughs> and I'm a high risk guy. Yeah. I just like, I do what I have to do, but I just don't believe it. I'm yep. sorry. But what if you die? I could be like uh, Herman Cain and die. So what? I'm gonna die anyway. Mm-hmm. You'll forget my name in five minutes to begin with. It doesn't matter. Yep. What really matters is that my psychology is preserved. Yes. You're staying positive. I gotta stay positive. That's all it is. Yeah. And I want people to, even though I ranted and got it out yep. today because- You needed it. We need it. You need to get it out there. Yeah. <clears throat> and that I'm not a deplorable who doesn't have a clue. Mm. And that I'm a middle-aged white supremacist. Yeah. I'm just a little guy named Pete who grew up in a small town in Hudson who loves America, yeah. who stands for the flag, yep. who feels emotional when I sing sing those words. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's the way I grew up. That's mm-hmm. what I feel. And that's the way I'm going to for the rest of my life. Yep. And if you didn't have the luxury, <clears throat> excuse me, of experiencing what I did, you know, I have empathy for you, mm-hmm. but don't tell me that I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's just meet in the middle somewhere. You have to. We have to. Have to. I just don't, you know, I, I, I guess you say, well, who's going to start this? Well, it has to start with each one of us. Yeah. Right? So the middle man, you know? Like if I went up to Walmart, for instance, I could walk in there with an ax handle and no mask. <laughs> and if somebody starts giving me a bunch of grief, I could bash them in the head with that ma- with that axe, with that axe mm-hmm. and just say, hey, it's my right as an American. You attacked me. Yeah. And, you know, and what am I doing? It's divisive again. Yep. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I was a guy sitting out in front of my office a couple of weeks ago and sitting in a little chair. He had a dog. It was a cute dog. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I'm going to open up and go out and see him. I have my mask on. I don't yeah. even think about it because I wear it all the time at the office now. Open up the door. I come out. The guy's old timer. He's sitting there and the dog's there. And I said, oh, I asked him, can I, you know, is it all right if I can pet your dog? Is he, is he friendly? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, he's friendly. He's over friendly. He's really a puppy and bubble. He'll jump all over you. I said, oh, I don't mind if you don't mind. So the dog gets all up on me and he pulls the dog back 
back. And he's yeah. pulling the dog back and he goes, back up, back up. And he's yelling to the dog. And he looks at me and he goes, I'm talking to you. To you? Right. And I go, shit. He goes, I don't have a mask on. He's yelling at me. And he doesn't have a mask on. Jeez. I got the mask on. Yeah. And I'm like, well, man, I'm sense. all confused. Yeah. <laughs> People are confused. I just turned at 180 and I went back and I said, well, you have a wonderful day. Nice to talk to you. He's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what to say. And, you know, it's in that moment, it's like you, you, you kind of lost your ability to communicate on a nice, comfortable Yeah. Level. And the elderly don't know any better because no. many of them didn't. You know, they, yep. they're they're not in a in a position to be in the know, mm-hmm. so to speak, unless they actively seek it. Yep. And then of course, many get their information from media, and we know how that's been. Yeah, shit. No, let's, not, been, let's not get there again. It's been garbage. Yep. That's all. It is always garbage. All media outlets. But on the flip side, my beautiful daughter Angelina, she got a job. And she's, beautiful. She did it all on her own. Nice. Good for her. She's working. She's working out. She's, she's hustling. Got money. Good for her. And as a parent, ah, oh, Sarah, she says to me so dad i want to buy a present for you and mom for Aww. christmas i'm like oh well that's nice and i know not to say you don't have to do that because yeah. i know it's part of her development yep. she wants to do something nice so she picked something out mm-hmm. and she wanted my opinion because she really wanted it to be a surprise for her mother of course and i said sure i'll help you out so we went online and she said check this out check that out. i don't tell you what it is because mm-hmm. this will probably listen to this so at the end um the next day or so it came in the mail and nice. she paid for it with her own money. Nice. So it was really cute. That's awesome. And she said, I found the, the, this thing and I put it up in her room and she comes out and she goes, oh my God, it came. I said, yeah. And then she looked at me and she goes, I had to get the best one. <laughs> I said, I know you didn't have to do that. She goes, I wanted to do it. And yep. you know why? I go, why? She goes, you are so wonderful to me, mom. Mm. And you, both of you, mom and dad, you guys are awesome. And I love you so much. So I just wanted to do something really nice back for you. Yep. And I'm like, oh. She's uh, there. It is. Yep. There it is. And you know what's more interesting? She understands this whole play of the beginning of this podcast. She's been watching. She's been reading. Mm-hmm. She's been understanding. And she looks at her peers, going, "Geez, Dad, you were right. I was one of them once. Mm. I was a hater because mm. I was taught to hate mm. in the school district." Yep, that's what they'll do. Yeah, she goes, "I don't do it anymore." She got asked by the teacher to write a at the end of the school year last year to write an essay. And it had to do with politics and other stuff. Wow. And she said, no, I don't think I'm going to be doing that. <clears throat> She's an A student in every class. Mm-hmm. The teacher got a little pissed. She goes, no, I'm not doing it. So no. she comes home and tells me about it. I go, why don't you want to do it? She goes, well, you know, I'm going to get judged. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to be persecuted and judged by a bunch of people who think they're better than me. I'll keep my own opinions to myself right now. Thank you. I go, well, you're not going to get any credit for it. She goes, I don't care. I looked at her and I gave her a fist pump and I go, I don't care either <laughs> because life isn't about a bunch of tests on paper. Yeah, it's not. No, it's about how you relate to people, how you mm. love them and how you mm-hmm. show empathy and compassion. Yet it's okay to have a spirited debate. If you don't believe what I believe, mm-hmm. I'm not going to shame you and speak over you. Yep. We're just going to say, communicate. we're going to communicate. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of, of good things that the potentially incoming uh, uh, administration oh, yep. Uh, can bring to us but it not not many of it follows my value system mm-hmm. so I'm going to push against it mm-hmm. but I'm not going to hurt it by trying to dismember it by no. violence or something else yeah you're not going to do that no but you know I want to make sure that I feel that I myself am treated in a way of respect mm-hmm. and I know that I can give respect so if I give it I expect it back yeah, yep so if I'm going to stay home and I'm going to do my job and wash my hands, I'm going to do my stuff, I'm going to expect that those that have governed me to do that are doing the same thing. Yep. But if I name the names Lightfoot, 
um, uh, Whitmer, um, Newsom, um, Pelosi. You start adding up all those people, um, the Cuomos, what they've all done. Yeah, you could bash them just as much. They deserve it. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting here thinking, you have unleashed hell Mm -hmm. on all of us. And, you know, you didn't do it yourself. That was basically the thing. Yeah. I'm like, they, they, did you know that Cuomo sent all these people, these infected people, into the nursing homes and those people died? He didn't take any responsibility for it. He I wrote a book that. about it. No way. He writes a book about it and now he's getting an Emmy Oh God! for this book. How screwed up is our world? That's crazy. He's, t- he's telling us how amazing the job he did mm-hmm. when, I don't know what the number is, but I know it's over 10,000 people died in New York wow. and they died in the nursing homes because he signed the bottom line on a document, an executive order that took infected people and put them into the nursing home. Wow. It was a mistake. Okay, even if you made a mistake, which I understand, we all gonna make yeah, a mistake. Yeah, we all make guilt. You step back and you apologize for it, you move forward, say, geez, I didn't realize that it was gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as soon as we knew about it, we took care of Ownership. it. Ownership. We own it, mm-hmm. and then we turn around to the families that were affected by it, we apologize for it, and we try to be there for them. Wouldn't that be all that they would really want? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a woman, uh, Janice Dean, she's the, uh, um, uh, a meteorologist yep. on television. Her mother-in-law and father-in-law died in the New York nursing home as a consequence wow. of this. And did she, was she ever reached out to by him or his office? No. No. They just don't do that. No. They'll just tell you that everybody else in the world is wrong mm-hmm. and that I'm great and I handled it wonderful. Mm-hmm. just seen him the other day. He's in a, in a um, what do you call it, a press conference and he's having a tussle with a reporter. The reporter's <laughs> asking a, a tough question about when the school's going to be open. What's the deal? And he's, and he's frustrated. Now he's yelling at him. We are an idiot. Go read the law. You don't know what you're talking about. Read the law. Another mm-hmm. guy came, another reporter came to his, his aide and said, well, I think what he said was appropriate. Mm-hmm. Because, and he goes, no. He goes, well, I feel that. He goes, I don't care what you feel. This is the governor of the state. I don't care what you feel. Mm-hmm. That should be the number one thing. You go, we got to get this guy out of here. What mm-hmm. do you mean you don't care what I feel? I don't work for you. You work for me, mm-hmm. and you're not paying attention to what's going on. You know what had happened to Blasio, who's the mayor of the, of the city? Mm-hmm. He shut down a whole bunch of the school districts there, but the governor didn't know. Wow. So he's in a conference talking to people who do know, Wow. but he doesn't know, and he's talking down to these people like you don't know. Yeah, that's and crazy. I'm, and I'm watching it going, I got to turn this off. Wow. And I went, have a justly Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you got to flood your thought with, flood your minds with positivity, you know? You really do. Damn. I mean, you think about it. What are we going to do? What, what What is positive? What I mean, if you really thought Us, about American we're positive, society. positive, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that. You know, yeah. When you really break it down, it has to come down to the, the individual. Yeah, it does. Right? I mean, you build a nation. You don't build it with steel and, and concrete. You can say that. Mm-hmm. But you build it with ideas and connection between yep. humans. 100%. We plan it. We work with it. Mm-hmm. We deal with the you know with the difficulties and we find a way out. Mm-hmm. So here we are. We're going to have to do it again. Yes, we will. And I, I'm, I'm amazed. I'm going to sit back and go. How's this thing going to go? How's this going to go? <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's like a pay-per-view event and you really don't have to pay for it in cash. Yeah, you tough. just have to pay for it in cerebral energy and you know all that goes with that. Mm-hmm. Depression and my practice is inundated with people who are depressed with symptoms that I've never seen before. Wow. Their physical health is hammified mm. as a consequence of their mental health. Their mental health. As you told me last time, we talked a lot about that. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting to see people degenerating 
from the brain itself. You're wearing a mask, mm-hmm. so you're super saturating more carbon dioxide, which isn't good for the brain. That's mm-hmm. what happens to sleep apneas. They've got too much carbon dioxide buildup. Oh, wow. So they're tired when they wake up. They're fatigued all the time. They wind up sick a lot. Mm-hmm. Then they may get the ug- ugly diseases in life, you mm-hmm. know, autoimmune diseases to cardiovascular disease to diabetes, mm-hmm. dementia, cancer, Alzheimer's. They're all there. Yep. From what? From sleep apnea. Well, is there a direct correlation? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a buildup of carbon dioxide. So you're wearing a mask. How many, I, I'm, I'm going to ask people at home right now, how many people are getting dizzy wearing your mask sometimes mm-hmm. during the day? I know I am. Aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, it's, like, it's like, you know, hyperventilating in a bag. Mm-hmm. So you keep doing this and you already have some issues because you're a little older. Mm-hmm. I saw one of my patients, I go, hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. You write checks to me with the wrong dates on them. You write them to the wrong people. The sums are all wrong. Wow. You don't remember your appointments. You're slipping. What's going on? I already know what's going on. I want to hear what she has to say. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. But yeah, my mind is all over the place. I said, I haven't seen your face in seven months. Mm. She goes, what do you mean? You're wearing a mask. And because every day you wear that mask and you don't take it off, you're just regurgitating carbon dioxide. And as a consequence of that, I personally, as a doctor in the practice, I'm seeing it in you. Mm-hmm. You're actually deteriorating your brain at a faster rate. And, she's, <gasps> and then she agreed. Crazy. She goes, since I've been wearing this, you're right. This is how I feel. And guess who else? feel some of that mm-hmm. me and I like to think that I'm strong enough to get past it I'll just keep working with it but that damn mask is killing me thank God I'm not wearing it now yeah yeah no we're chilling yeah just chilling and billing yeah. and if one of us goes and so be it yeah right <laughs> we know we're gonna go some, some I point mean, how, many long, how many months have we done this to flatten the curve in two weeks right yeah but as long as you can maintain power and then exact to all of us what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. why would you ever want to give that up never <clears throat> if you were a power hungry that person mm-hmm. I'm certainly not that person yeah. I don't want that no I just want people to prosper mm-hmm. but that's me yeah not so, everybody wants that yeah stupid me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you oh, gonna shit. be what, so tell me are you dating at all these days um I actually going to see a girl after this oh. yeah meet her up at the park no, yeah, outdoors, huh? Yeah, outdoors. Don't get caught without your mask on now, buddy, outdoors. I'll probably keep my mask on for her. Yeah. Again, you like to respect people. I do as well, you know? What happens if she says, listen, I don't want to see you with, with a mask on. I want to see that handsome face. I'll, I'll take it off. I'll give her a big wet kiss. There you go. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> then you'd be like, mask who? Mask who? <laughs> uh, you know? But it's tough. We're going through it. Like my generation, I'm all generations, all, all age, you know? Yeah. Dating world is crazy right now. I can't imagine what yeah. that would be like. Now, and, I'm married and I have my beautiful wife yep. and family and I know that you aspire to be there in your of course. journey as well. But how do you how do you get going with this? I don't know. Um, there's not literally a lot of intimate moments or just like, you know, meeting up. So there's a lot of talking and it, it's saturated over text. So yeah. it's not good, you know. Um, so yeah, you just keep texting until you get tired of the person or you see a connection there and they're like, all right, I can get over this. How do you even get the emotional part with text? You don't. That's you the hard part, right? You got to start like calling and FaceTiming to actually get it. I've been yeah. trying to FaceTime a little more, you know? How well does she smell on FaceTime? <laughs> oh, you don't have that. They can't tell. What's one of the first senses that drives the human brain? Smell. smell. Yep. You smell your mom and dad. Yep. You know who they are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and when it really, listen, I'm just going to be that guy. When a real beautiful woman is in your presence and she has that Oh, yeah. I am like a soft croissant. Give us the right. Out of <laughs> it's just like I just want to put it all over my face and yep. I just love it, right? Yep. There's something about that which is just so beautiful. Yep. And they're calling for us to wear a mask to do it. Come on, man. yeah. Let's just still be human. Yeah, it's crazy. And you're looking at a what? A recovery rate of 99.9 percent. I saw that just last week. I'm sorry, I'm a little uninformed, but yeah. I saw that. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, 99.9. If you're a, if you're a child. 
Oh, I shouldn't say child. Uh, let's just say if you're under 40, it's 99.999. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're under 70, it's 99.6. Fuck. So that's still, that's like, what? No, not, not listen, I don't, I know people have lost loved ones. I get it. And even some of my practice, uh, and people that I'm, I'm working with, their parents have died from it. So I have empathy for those who have of actually course. died from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are far and few in between compared mm-hmm. to the masses of us that need to work to get this country back on track again so that yep. we can prosper again, so that we can travel again for our own emotional health. We need it. We need it. We bad. need it. Bad, 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 bad. It seems like little things are setting people off mm-hmm. to do things that they probably would never have That's followed true. through on mm-hmm. because their psychology is hit so bad for yeah. this. And I'd look at your your generation. I'm like, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't didn't have an opportunity to, you know, to kind of meet meet a girl. Meet you know, if you're a guy, I, I am. I, I want to meet a girl, and I yeah. I want to date, and I want to flirt, and mm-hmm. you know, want to write notes and something, yeah. something. You know, texting's okay, it's, and, you know, but it's it's just it's not bland. the same, man. I've yeah, because <clears throat> because all that texting, I've like had to let go of a few, you know, just because. But isn't the text really the foreplay to get you together? Yeah, and it's like, hey, what's up? How what's you doing? Yeah. You tomorrow? How was your day? And you know, there's a place for that because we do still have busy lives. Yeah, of course. But now you, you just everybody's so afraid of their own shadow. Yeah, <clears throat> based on what? What you've been told. Mm-hmm. Think about this as a massive social experiment. That's it. Um, this is oh a, god. Imagine I can. this is just a massive social experiment to see what we can get away with and yeah. what they'll believe. Mm-hmm. Now Ebola. Then that virus was hammering, uh, that bacteria was killing people. Mm-hmm. 50% chance of dying if you get it. It's crazy. And now you got a 99 point, well, I'm going to say the words correctly, you had a 50% chance of survivability. Mm-hmm. And with COVID, you have a 99.9% chance of surviving. Mm-hmm. So let's slow the whole world to a complete stop. Mm-hmm. Let's re reimagine, remember that beautiful word, reimagine police. Let's reimagine what the world looks like after this is all done as a crazy (laughs) social experiment where you're going to have more turmoil, more people attacking each other, more unrest, so that a very small amount of people can maintain their life at the top and then sit back like the the emperors of Rome and just go... We got this. We did it. We got it. When this. are we doing it again? <laughs> right. And we know that it's the Communist Party of China mm-hmm. who started it. Mm-hmm. And we all have the questions of how how insidious, how, how pernicious were they in what they just did? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it would make you wonder, huh? Yeah. What if we could just screw the United States of America, hammer President Trump. We hate him because he is so strong and powerful to us where Joey is in, in Joe's in, in their back pocket mm-hmm. for 10%. Yep. They must know stuff about him. Joe's going to keep talking about him like they're great. Mm-hmm. They're going to cruise right past us real fast, obviously. They're involved in all American politics. They're buying everybody off. They're buying the world off. They're going to speed past us. That's my... Uh, my personal opinion, they're going to continuously move beyond us. China? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's their goal. <clears throat> They've been working on it for a long time. Yep. They sent over enough fentanyl to kill 100,000 Americans every year, and it's working. Mm-hmm. 100,000 Americans. Crazy. Oh, interesting. So let me ask you this, Mr. Biden. You told me that by March, we could have 2 million more people die of COVID. Well, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why would you say that, Pete? Because the medications that are coming out that are helping people 
are phenomenal, but we're just not hearing about them. Mm. But if you look at Moderna and what they're doing with their treatment protocols, have a patient who's a PhD, works there. Yeah. She goes, you should see the drugs we're working on. It's amazing. Yeah. We're finding amazing things to save lives. More people are surviving. That's why the survival rate is so high. Mm. We're figuring out ways to treat it that we didn't know before, mm-hmm. but they don't want you to know that. No. They're just going to censor it. Back to, well, you know, the, the First Amendment again. Yep. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing? Crazy. Leave us alone, will you? Mm-hmm. Let's make this thing go. How about the the great story of all? We went through this ugly pandemic. We had a bunch of you know players in here who tried to make it work for themselves. Mm-hmm. We rooted their asses out. We got back to understanding what it means to be an American, what it means to be in an environment where I don't have to go to the government to bail my ass out. What I want the government to do is excite me, to get me moving in the right direction mm-hmm. so that I can work. You know, the AOC says the other day she wants to pay people to stay home. What? Ask Obama how that worked when he gave $150 billion to the mullers of Iran just so that he could buy their favor. They turned around and made nuclear weapons with it. (laughs) It's like, what? Crazy. You can't buy people's favor. It doesn't work. You have to earn their trust by Mm -hmm. doing the things that are important and be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, away you go. Did you see in the news this week that Home Depot committed $1 billion to their employees so that they could prosper and have better lives at home. I didn't know that. Just wow. came out. Unbelievable. I was like, wow. all these other companies like Bezos and Amazon, yeah. he cut the crap out of all of their benefits. They're actually getting some of their subsidies from Medicare. Wow. Uh, me- uh, Medicare? Uh, no, from Medicare or Welfare. I can't remember. Yeah, one or the other. They're getting, they have to subsidize their income because he doesn't pay enough. But he's worth $125 billion. Yeah. He didn't pay him enough. Wow. So he's hammering his own employees like a dictator. Yeah. And you know, and then you look at somebody like Home Depot and I go, Well, I One shop billion. there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Any chance I can to shop there, I'll put my money into a place wow. where that person, who whatever whoever is running that company, yep. wants his employees to have the benefits that he or she, whoever these people are, received. Wow. Because who made more money than these type of companies? I mean, I tried to build that deck out back before the year was out. <laughs> it's like the money you spend when At you're home. doing COVID. What yeah. you do? You're sitting home? Yeah. You go build a shed. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to go to either Lowe's or Home, home Depot, Depot, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, I need toilet paper or whatever, so you call Amazon. Mm-hmm. You just you, you work it out. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm like, what can I do to at least know that I'm in some control? Yeah. I want to spend my money the way I want. Of course. You know? And that's what we're losing here, which is the most psychological damage to all of us. Mm-hmm. We're out of control. Yeah. We don't like to be out of control. We no. want to know that we're still in control of our lives. Yeah, that's the key. But when you're not, then it really causes sickness and disease madness. and illness mm-hmm. and madness. Mm-hmm. And then you just start doing things that you wouldn't do before. Mm-hmm. And then you know you think, you're like, I'm the great unifier. I don't care if you're Trump or Biden. You're not unifying this freaking mess. No. And neither one of them probably created it. It was mm-hmm. just created deep by a sinister group of idiots that, mm-hmm. they're not idiots. They're just power hungry mongers. That yeah. want that. Jeez, you sound like you're a, you know, a conspiracy theorist. Wake up, people. Come on, <laughs> man. You keep your head in the sand too long and you're going to see what you're going to get. Yep. You know, you're going to become really even more oppressed. Yeah. Because if you give me a, an inch, they're going to take a mile. Right? Yep. Isn't That's that how a it is. Thing? That is. That's how it is. You know, your kids give them a little that, bit to take the whole thing. Your kid wants this, they want more. Yep. And pretty soon you got nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you have to start over again, which is complete and utter revolution. I'm like, well, is America headed for a revolution? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, I would say yes, but I shouldn't say that. I believe we're in a revolution at mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's revolving. You have anarchists trying to beat up on people who want the old country, that the country values that we come from. 
So the country's reshaping itself. And mm-hmm. what comes out of it? I have no idea. Yeah. The thing is, I probably have to worry about it a lot less than you do. Hmm. Because you've got another 70 years of this and I don't. Yeah. So you got to figure it out. I know. Maybe you should run for uh, for Congress. <laughs> you think so? I do. That would be interesting. You're a fighter. Yeah, I am. And you already have a background, at least in that to begin with, yeah. with your criminal justice. And you, know, you certainly understand uh, police reform. And I would say reform, but <clears throat> the police and uh, all of that part of yep. what it is. What people are trying to do. Or I'm not for defunding the police. Let's just get that straight. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a law enforcement, you know? I'm yeah, a, I'm you're a law enforcement guy who studies it yeah. and you believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you put your time, effort, and money on the line to yeah. become that. Yeah, exactly. I start the police academy soon, so. Yeah. Yeah, but there's, you know, and definitely lo- help out. And people love, I mean, I love the police. Mm-hmm. Every time the police, every time. I haven't been pulled over much in my life. But if I get pulled over, I just say things like, yes, sir. Yeah. No, sir. Do you know how fast you were going? I remember saying, oh, I think I was going faster than the speed limit. Yeah. And he goes, oh, well, yeah, you're right. I have too, honestly. Right. Then they come back. More often than not, I'm like, listen, I'm just going to give you a warning. Yep. <clears throat> just move on. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I got Biden telling me that if I don't have my hands on the steering wheel, you know, that I'm, you know, I'm black man. He starts talking like, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm listening to him saying, I'll put you all back in chains, right? Yeah. I'm like, and then he gets voted in. Wait, I don't think he got voted in for the presidency. I'm sorry. I just think that people just hate Trump so much that they want to leave. They just try to get him out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did they steal this election? Well, I'm just not going to be controversial, but I'm going to say, hell yes, they stole the damn election. <laughs> hey, you're you're uh, giving your right. This is a free, you know, free, free platform. Right. But until my house blows up next week <laughs> and there's no more of this going on. Sorry, honey. <laughs> Do I think, I mean, a lot of people believe that it, it has gone this way. There's nothing there that excites me mm-hmm. on the other side. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I go, it's still the... The country I grew up in. And nope. I, there were other presidents that I didn't agree with what they were doing. I mm-hmm. didn't like Obama in the second thing. His his uh, second term. His second term was, aren't you better now than you were four years ago? And I said, well, if that's your algorithm, absolutely no. So I didn't vote for him. Mm-hmm. But that's my right. Mm-hmm. But do I still have a right to vote? Yeah, but will it be counted? Will it be undermined? I, I don't know. So yeah. should we let this whole process just play out so at least we can see? Yeah. And if Trump and the team come up on sour grapes, then so be it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But at least we should know. And it doesn't yeah. have anything to do with Trump, to be honest with you. It has to do with the, with the integrity of the election to begin with. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that if Trump dies tomorrow, I hope he never does. I don't want anybody to die. But if he were to die because of natural causes and yeah. he was gone, what about our election? Yeah. What if um, JFK comes back and decides to run for public office as a Republican and he goes up against Biden's second term? You know, now what happens? Oh, he's sounds crazy. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. You never know what's going to happen now. No. It's like, oh, my God. It's still we're stuck in the same thing. How yeah. are you going to change? How are you, you going to change it? What are you going to do? It's already a mess. Yep. Right. How do you change a if you're f- successful to change a democracy like the United States into a socialist or a well, socialism is the preamble to communism. Yeah. And if you change it into that, what do you get? You get the USSR. Mm-hmm. What happened to them? They're gone. Yep. Right. They're gone. They lost their territories. Yep. And now they're in a war with all themselves from yep. Estonia to Crimea to, you know, all of them. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the heck happened here? Yeah. <clears throat> Will it come back? No. Oh, I got a lot of people in my generation or my age group trying to change into socialism. I don't, it's not going to happen. That's, nah. I mean, America's a capitalism, you know, you're not going to change it. Either get with it 
Or you will get run over. Well, there's plenty of communist places they could go if they want to go. Yeah. To live under a communist regime. Of course. <clears throat> if that's what you want, then, you know, who am I to tell you not to? No, of course. But don't come here and change my, my yeah. world. Yeah. You know, a lot of people that voted in this last election that were, you know, from Florida, they voted for Trump. How come? Because they came from places. They were already, mm-hmm. they, they tried to escape that that line of thought, the Cubans and, mm-hmm. and the Venezuelans and, you know, these other uh, regimes in, yep. in Central America where these people came, hey, we got to get to America as quickly as we can. Now they're here in Florida and they're like, we don't want to go into this. Yeah. And it didn't take long to pick Florida up in two seconds. But, you know, from beyond that, who knows where it's going to wind up. But We don't know. We, we just don't know, but. You know, It'll be interesting to see. Here we are, and it's Christmas time, so I'm having people over, and I don't really give a damn. Gifts and all. Make sure you wipe the gifts down with everything. Yeah, you know? we wipe them down. Yeah, right. it's good. And then we're not going to sing songs. We're, we're going to sing like this. Have a holy, jolly Christmas. The micro decibels have to we be. Wanna, we'll see if Governor Faker will allow me to to sing and and do that. Too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he will. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm hanging in there that he doesn't close the gyms. It's coming. In. It's coming. You think? Yeah, it's coming. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm oh. thankful my dad has a little setup downstairs. Not little, pretty, you know. Enough to get a good work. Yeah, he's got like six, seven machines and stuff. All the weights, some good. But it's different at the gym, you know. Well, it's, it's the social integration. Exactly. Watching other, even if you don't speak to anybody. Yeah, you see a beautiful girl. They're not, you're married. I'm talking about myself. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect. Yeah. Honey, you know? I don't look at them yeah. with both eyes. Yeah. I usually just close one. <laughs> But yeah, you know, social, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. You know, whether it's social because she's cute, we'll yeah. just say, because, you know, you are a young man and you're available. Yeah. So you're like, wow, she's really cute. I like that. But at the same time, if you saw a couple of guys hitting it and going at it really mm-hmm. hard in the gym, mm-hmm. it's just- a, Fires me up. Yeah, fires you up. Yeah. yeah. I just want to keep going. Yeah. Even the even the, the ladies today, some of the ladies athletes are awesome. Oh, yeah. I love- I learn a lot of stuff from the lady um, fitness freaks at the gym. Yeah. You know, there's some, I'll, I'll ask them, hey, what do you, it looks different. Can I see what you're doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah, she's crazy. like, I see what you're looking at. No. <laughs> Not that the girl is doing curls, but the girl is doing glutes. You're like, okay, can, I, can, I, can you show me what you're doing? No, <laughs> yeah, the gym creep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we are what we are. We're yeah. creatures of habit. Yeah. Women, you know, I, I, I'm a heterosexual male, mm-hmm. and women are just beautiful all the way around. Yeah, of course. Intellectually, physically, I love it all. Mm-hmm. When I go to the gym and I watch them train and they train hard. Oh, they, God. They train without excuses. I have mad props for Me that. too. Total respect. There's... Anybody, I don't care what your gender is. If you go into the gym and you want to make something of yourself, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really happy to be there. Mm-hmm. But being home alone, I got fat and out of shape. <laughs> I was like, there you go. I, I can't, I'm going to sit down in my studio and do curls. Yeah. I, this is not for me. I'm no. just not going to do it. I need yep. a gym. If he closed that thing down, I'm going to be like, Oh, no. Shit. They just opened up. <laughs> I know it seems like it, right? Yeah. Little place in town called the Fit Factory. I'm going to give them a shout out. I mm-hmm. really like their, the gym. It's it's really been a cool place. Yeah. <clears throat> but you got great people there who are very courteous. Yeah. People who, who own and, and run the show. Mm-hmm. Then you go in, it's super clean and they do it between one and two. They fog the whole place and clean it out of any virus that may be there. So you can't train during that hours. They just do the right thing. Yeah. I just like being there. I was, I was looking into it actually. I don't know if you know, crunch has shower curtains yeah. in between every single machine. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. First of all, when you say shower curtain, I think of like a, a, a soap scummed shower. curtain. It looks like that with all the sweat and the yeah, spit. Yeah, like you'll see this, you'll see it. It's there. Yeah. And how can that be saying, and who came up with that? I don't know, but I stay away from that stuff. <laughs> I stay away. <laughs> My wife wakes me up this morning. I'm going to uh, to that gym, uh, 
crunch. And I said, there's shower caps in the kitchen. <laughs> I want to go there with shower caps and get a little loofah yeah, sponge. They're like, what are you doing? Get a little workout in there. <laughs> that's sort of crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, well. Well, it was a good time to chat. Yeah, right? again, thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me host. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. Yeah, it's always course. fun. People are like, you and Siraj talk a lot. I go, why not? I do too, We're yeah. A peas in a pod. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. We're Just very like, get it out. Ayo. So by the way, before we go, tell me about what, what you've been doing with your potential uh, development of your own stuff. Podcast, yeah. yeah. Me and my buddy, we've been developing some visuals, um, ordered some equipment. Um, we want to get the first episode out by like first week of December, I told him. Yeah. Get it running, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, just general stuff. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I have a lot of fun on this platform. I, you gave me a voice and- uh, yeah kind of want to transform that over there and you know you'll be on there of course yeah well you have everything you need for this yeah i mean you've got the charisma you've got the looks you've got the voice and you're just so easy to chat with yeah and your guests in your own podcast will feel that way too that you got things under control and they Mm -hmm. can just relax and be themselves and you just let them go and help them out yeah that's the right question yeah i learned from you and in time with all of your own experiences it'll only become better and better and better and and, uh, that'll certainly serve yourself and serve others as well and maybe keep this country on the straight and narrow yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's all good yeah hey buddy quick fist bump yes sir it's been awesome take it easy and we'll talk with you soon all right man ciao see ya